You're listening to Diablo Off The Record, brought to you by Tweaked Audio. For the best headphones money can buy, go to tweakedaudio.com. This is Diablo Off The Record. Stay a while and listen. Welcome back to Diablo Off the Record. My name is Dave Dienforce Adams, and today's record date is July 6th, 2012. Two days after one of my most favorite holidays of the year. That's right, Independence Day. Yeah, I'm American, and I'm happy about it. Because it's awesome. We use fireworks. Alright, today, sitting at my side is Liz. How are you doing, Liz? Hello, welcome to Earth. Earth. That's what that's day. what you'd say during the independence. Well, you know what the problem is? We have Will Smith is still alive, so the aliens are all like, we're not even going to touch that planet. Well, he's also really, really hot. <laughs> but you realize that that's the reason. Like, Will Smith's here, so that's why they're not coming and attacking. Well, yeah. Welcome that, to Earth. Welcome that's to Earth. To <laughs> and you heard that chuckle? That's Keth. Hey, Keth, yeah. how was your independence day? Well, you know what? I've always believed in celebrating the independence of our country by blowing up a small part of it. <laughs> and I may have invested my last paycheck in fireworks. It, well, you know, there's a lot worse things to do for the 4th of July celebration than put a lot of money into fireworks. So, speaking of what we did this week, I did want to go into and uh, apologize a little bit to all of the followers of Diablo off the record because I just I haven't been in game this week because I've been so sick I ate some bad Chinese food and it it put me down it put me down hard so I was uh, I was praising the porcelain god for a few days there and it was horrible horrible you didn't eat them with chopsticks that's what that's your mistake you have to eat it with chopsticks dude I do try to eat it with chopsticks, but you know me. If I can't, you know, use my hands, it's just, you know, it's no fun. You're going face first into it. Ex- well, if you're, it's diving. You have to dive into the poo-poo platter, and that's how you get, get into it. <laughs> but I, I was, I do, I want to apologize, because I had a lot of fun. Like, first thing this week, I, I teamed up with some people, and we'll get back into that later, but I kind of fell off the face of the earth, and I want to apologize to people, because... I was just so sick. I ended up just playing, I don't know, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get people going, man, he's a nerd, but I do. I totally play Magic the Gathering, which is just a card game, and it's just what me and all my friends do because, well, we're anti-hipsters. Like, we play the things that are no longer in, you know, the realm of coolness. I have a original Maze of If laying around here somewhere. Dude, I also have a promo Maze of If. So. Wow. Anyway. Yeah, I know we are. But <laughs> I mean, it, it it's one of those games that you can play. I bought it, I bought the game off of Steam for like 10 bucks. And it's one of those games you can just spend an hour playing one game of it and you don't have to actually put any effort toward playing the game. So it was perfect for me being sick and just laying with my laptop in bed trying not to puke. So it worked. 
Anywho, well, I hope um, you're feeling better. I am, and and thank you for that. I'm I'm feeling a lot better now. It's still I'm Notice still a little bit woozy. Hasn't said anything about you. Feeling I noticed. Better yet. Just I noticed. noticed Liz, you're you're the kind <laughs> one. That that's why we love you more. He'll be all right. Walk it off. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> all right. Speaking of weeks, Liz, how was your week? I'm letting you go first because I like you more than Keth right now. Oh, mine was fine except for. You know, I had a mother's birthday party to do. That was not fun. Other than that, I slept a lot. I played yeah. a little bit of Diablo and slept some more. And I watched a lot of Frasier. It was awesome. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> so if I start to sound like Roz Doyle, I'm sorry. It's just I I idolize her and, you know, try to imitate her. So sorry if I wind up talking like her later on. You know, the only thing good about Frasier was down Periscope. That's because it had nothing to do with really? Frasier other than the fact that it would starred Kelsey Grammer. Okay, first off, I'd like to say that I've seen Boss on Stars. Kelsey Grammer is one of the greatest actors of this generation. He is amazing. I love Kelsey Grammer's acting. But that beside the point, I hated Frasier. Um, oh my god, it's not D2 anymore. The only thing we have in common is Diablo now. Uh, so... Well, actually, I, I finished Monk, and I was talking to Liz about finishing Monk this week, and... You cried. I did. I cried at the end of Monk, like a baby. And then <laughs> uh, I picked up How I Met Your Mother, and I watched all of that while I was sick. And, oh my god, that How I Met Your Mother is like the perfect rendition of how my friends are. Well, except for all the sleeping in between each other. You have friends? Yeah, I do. I collect them. They, I keep them in a cage. Guys, say hi. Hi, guys. See? There they are. I'm obviously NPH because I wear the suit of the group. So, Keth, how was your week? My week was good. I actually got playtime this week. It was great. It would, you know, I actually had some free time, got a chance to get on. You know, besides that, 4th of July, my favorite holiday. I mean, that, that was awesome. I, I, I love me some 4th of July. I took the day off. Got a chance to enjoy it with uh, family and friends. Uh, my girlfriend came over, got to spend some time with her, uh, watched fireworks together. It was great. Well, that's good. So you just had a wonderful week while Liz had to entertain her mom and I was sick. Yeah, actually, pretty much. That that. Yeah. All right. Me and Liz hate you. Just, just I'm okay there. with that. Okay. All right, guys. Enough of our week. Uh, let's actually, Keth, I'm going to give you the sponsorship this week. Who do we have Yay. sponsoring us? All right. Well, this week we're brought to you by Tweaked Audio, okay? These guys have some of the best earphones, headphones out there. They got that lifetime warranty. I'm telling you, these things are compatible with your little Android, uh, your iPhones. They got the little buttons and speakers and a whole nine yards. I mean, they work with every device I've ever tried them with. Uh, you know, and they're just great. You can put them on and you can totally ignore Dean because you can't hear a word he's saying. They're awesome. Uh, if you use off the record at checkout, that's off the record, all one word, you get 30% off all items. Okay. And, and you definitely want to pick a pair of these up. I'm, I'm telling you, you can't beat them out there. Uh, you know, and that brings, you know, their cheapest set down to $12.99 from $19.99. I mean, you can't beat that. I, you know, like I, I've told this story before. I went to Walmart. I got like a $10 headset and it fell apart like a week later. You know, these things, if you ever have an issue with them, you just send them back in. Lifetime warranty. Boom. They're like, Hey, here you go. 
brand new set is great. You can't beat these guys. If you need, you know, if you're in the market for earphones or headphones, these are the guys you need to buy from. I guess it's time for us to actually get into the Diablo section of this Diablo podcast. Yeah, and thus ends this week in TV. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's Yeah, let's get into the actual the actual uh, meat and potatoes. I don't want to say meat and potatoes cuz that's Joe's thing. I need something for us. I'll say it because he he's not going to get on my case. Meat and potatoes. Oh. And I said it. Okay, so we're going to steal it. No, it's hell bovine steak and the potatoes of the doomed. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going with that. I like that. Anywho, let's get started. <laughs> so, I, I, I'm going to go first because I didn't really have that much to talk about this week, so I'm actually going to give y'all a, a lot more wiggle room. Really, my week at the beginning of it was great because I was still okay and not sick. And I started out my week, I was playing with, I believe it was BC Bud, but correct me if I'm wrong, I played with a lot of people this week. Well, at the very beginning of it, at least. I eventually, like, I was... Carried, well, pretty much, I was pretty much carried through Act 2 of Inferno, and we got up and killed Belial. Get, got into Act 3, even was walking around in Act 3, you know, doing my normal thing. I end the game, log out, and try to start a new game, and it won't let me go into Act 3. It acts as if I'm at Belial and haven't killed him. That's what so. you get for being carried. I know, that's exactly how I feel right now. I, like, slam my head up against my table when I logged in and saw that I didn't have any Act 3 start points. I was mad. So I went on the forums, and I guess a lot of people been seeing the same problem, and they've noticed it, and they're all like, hey, bro, we're going to fix it pretty soon, but I have the achievement for beating Belial, so I'm happy about it. But um, other than that, I've been trying to work on my gear a little bit. I got a Storm Shield, which, if y'all don't know, it's an amazing shield for warriors. Or barbarians. The shield itself is just crazy. It has like 20-some block chance. 20-some percent block chance. It has a ton of life on it. It has a ton of strength on it. It has a huge amount of resist. Man, I was lucky to get this one. Possibly the best shield you could have on your character is the storm shield. So I, I finally got enough for that. I had enough money left over. I picked up a string of ears, which is a belt which is has really high strength. But on top of that, it has a special reduces incoming melee damage by I believe mine is fourteen percent. So I was really happy with that. I eventually just was like, "Hey, bro, I'm gonna stack defense." So I went through and I. Was just trying to, you know how when you compare two items, it, it shows the number on the bottom of it that says your defense is going to increase by this percent. Yep. I went through and I, I just increased, got items that increases that percentage of defense. Th- well, did you say this was a string of ears? I'm sorry, did yeah. I hear that correctly? <laughs> yes, my did belt my is a string this? of ears. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Um... It is. Uh, it literally is a string of ears, and I'll tell you why. In Diablo 2, when you killed another player in PvP combat, oh yeah, you picked up their ear. So they had an item that was for barbarians to show off their wins was a string of ears. <laughs> and it was a belt. 
and they brought it back, and it actually looks like a string of ears. It is hilarious. I love it's it. Nasty. It's not hilarious. It's nasty. Are you kidding? That is the greatest <laughs> thing ever. I'm totally sporting ears. That Ew. it's so cool. Well, just remind me next time we're in a game together. I'm going to show you my string of ears. No, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I. I I've been, uh, other than that, I think I hopped into a game or two of Keths this week, but I've been just so sick and out of it, I didn't really pay attention much to what oh, we did. yeah, I, I have something to say about that. Well, we still hate you, so you're going to have to wait until the very end. Oh, okay. Alright. But, other than that, I really didn't get a chance to play that much this week. I think I logged in for a little bit over at my best friend's house, but again, I was so sick I didn't even know what I was doing. So, anywho, um, Liz, I want to know what you did this week. I've decided I hate Hell Mode with the Skeleton King, and I'm very, very angry, and I want to pout. I actually went to a corner and pouted in the corner because I would be doing very, very well with my monk, and then all of a sudden I was dead. I have no idea why. Uh, There's so many effects that go on with the – with like skeletons and stuff, all their puffs of smoke. I couldn't see what happened to me, so I gave up on her. Angry. Um, I saw that you were on a witch doctor, right? I am on a witch doctor. I switched up because I was so mad. I'm sort of liking it. I got to remember to not be so close to the enemies because I'm used to being up yeah. close to be able to punch them. And now I got to remember, oh, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> Just send my little minions. You know, like my servants out. How are eh. you liking that? Eh, I, see, I don't know if I'm overpowered right now. If just the witch doctor is overpowered, or I'm so used to this game because I've started so many. You know, at, you know, I'm doing the same thing over and over again. That maybe I just know what I'm doing now. <laughs> and so I'm like, this is almost like a flash game to me. Really? <laughs> <laughs> when you, I mean, you start out, you know, normal mode. It's oh, a yeah. little easy. Yeah. yeah. Well, but I bet the first time you were walking through normal mode. You didn't feel that, did you? Uh, I also don't know if that was because my first way through was with the wizard. Had I started out with the monk, I know I I would have gone through this game a whole lot faster. Mm-hmm. I know that, but I'm flying through with the witch doctor. I mean, I started uh, Monday and played Monday and Wednesday, and I'm already at the end of the first playthrough. Well, see, that's the thing is, like, I'm a D2 veteran for years, so. When I heard that they were going to have four different difficulties in this game, my first thought was, oh gee, I have to beat it three times before I could start playing. Right. So, really, for someone like me, I get that there's a lot of tedium just to make a new character, just to get it up to the to the top level, but... You know, there are a lot of people who are just starting out who don't have that experience. Like, that's... I'll, I'll say it right now, is that Liz, that's why I want you wanted you on this show, was to be able to give that exact opinion, that with experience comes a little bit more ease in the game. And you're feeling that now, aren't you, with the, with, with the Witch Doctor? I think so. See, I don't know if it's me or, you know, it's their powers. I do love that haunt, uh, the skill, where you do like 575 damage to your enemy. Mm-hmm. Oh, or 575% of your damage ability. Oh, that one's cool. Mama-like. 
<laughs> well, but you're enjoying having the ads, though, aren't you? The your skeletal dogs or zombie I am, dogs. I when I remember that they're there. Like I said, because I had just come off from playing the monk, so I'm used to going up and punching things in the face. Yeah. And so um, having my little minions do it, I have to remember that. But I'm sure I will remember that later on when I get to some harder levels. Now, do you have your gargantuan yet? Yes. Oh but my god! I switched god. it out for something else. I, oh. I can't remember what I switched it out for. It was some little dude with a headdress on. <laughs> okay. It was it was barely doing anything. I'm switching back to the gargantuan. The gargantuan is amazing. I love my gargantuan on on Voodette. 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 Yes. <laughs> I I'm in love with my gargantuan. It does. It's so powerful. I'll, oh, it makes that game so much fun just to see my dude just slam through enemies. Especially later on, you get certain things which will buff up your Gargantua dude to, like, if he sees a pack of blues, he'll just enrage and start taking them out. It's hilarious. That will be exciting when it starts, but at the, these lower levels, I mean, the dogs are going through everything first, you know, so I yeah. barely get to see anything else. So, well, there's going to we come see. a point, and uh, apparently they are planning fixes in 1.0.4, which could affect your minions, especially in Inferno and Hell modes for your Witch Doctor. They're supposedly receiving a buff, at least to their defense, so that they'll survive a little bit longer. That's kind of cool. Yes, that's at least the rumor mill of what I've heard, so I'm happy about that. Oh, I do have a question about the haunt ability. Do you know which one I'm talking about? I was just... Is that the one where you, it's a damage over time that you throw on an enemy? Yes. It lasts about five seconds. Or if, if an enemy dies within five seconds, it moves on to the next one. Yes. To the next enemy. Now, would it be behoove me to cast it on a smaller, you know, mob animal or one of the bigger bosses first? You know, that has always been a... a argument since the dawn of time with this game especially <laughs> when you have time yes because this game has been out since 1224 bc <laughs> what you want to do is it matters on the situation as to how you have, uh, attack a pack of enemies there's certain packs that are obvious that you have to go for the head you know right. you have to go for the big guy especially like me and keth's all today Enemies that were like shielded, like it, what was it? Not shielding enemies, invulnerable minions. Yeah, yeah. Me and Keth were raging about invulnerable minions. I heard that. <laughs> but there are some types of enemies, like fast enemies or enemies that make illusions, that it may be better just to you know spray and pray, where you just pop <laughs> as many of those haunts out just to kill off as many enemies as possible to find the right one that you have to kill to defeat the pack. So there are, it's, there is no def definite answer as to, Hey man, you got to kill them this way. No, I'm different sure packs Kef require different. An opinion on it. I'm sorry. Kef, I either. have an opinion on it. Quit <laughs> the game or restart the quest and we'll, you know, they won't be there anymore. <laughs> oh, you, you're talking about like the invulnerables and stuff, right? Oh, we were I was in... so furious today. I'm not even gonna lie; I, I it was you. ridiculous the packs we were getting. We'll tell and then like we'd be like, you know what? We're done with this pack. Let's just go around them. Let's go over here. Then we run into another pack, and then somehow during our running away and trying to survive, we pick up. The yeah, first pack. we we'd run in and eventually end up like with five different packs, all of them with stupid things. I eventually yeah. rage quit. I'm not going to lie. Yep, we did. 
It was pretty bad. Like, we got to the point where Keth was repairing. How many times did you fully repair? Like, twice? Through this entire uh, endeavor of trying to kill one pack? Two or three, you know, because being <laughs> the glass cannon of the group, I die every single time, you know, I... And then I'd be like, okay, well, I got to get back in the fight. You know, I got to help out my partners. So I'd resurrect, get over there, and then die again. And then resurrect, get back in the fight, die again. So for every, like, one or two deaths that, that Dean and uh, Slaughter, the guy we were playing with, Slaughter's I'd get, awesome, like, by three. But by the end of it, I couldn't even resurrect. I had, like... You know, like a minute cooldown on my resurrect. It was just absolutely <laughs> it was insane. it was bad. Is that what you did all week? Was just resurrect yourself? Yeah. Before I let you actually go into your weekend game, Keth, you want to hear a joke? Dean, I will slap you. Okay, good. Knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> they supposedly made it so they don't increase attack on enemies when multiple players join into a game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It was funny because in- Inferno's a joke. No, for all, I'm I'm so mad with Inferno, but we'll get to that later. But yeah, I'm I'm to the point where I don't see a reason to even play Act Two, Three, and Four in Inferno mode. I'm so glad glad you guys are finally coming around to my way of seeing things. <laughs> <laughs> Level sixty three items drop in Act One. I don't see a reason to ever go into Acts Two, Three, and Four. Well, I see the reason to to go into those acts. You know, assuming you have the gear and and, and the abilities and, and you know and the skill to survive those acts. Unfortunately, right now I just don't have the gear. You know, and today actually, right before the show, I spent about what just shy of three hours live streaming, messing around with different builds and everything. Mm-hmm. And and. And that's what I was trying to do was figure out what build I could use to survive what we were doing. That, you know, like I was saying, I was playing with my defense. I went into that new defensive build that I have, which basically goes around everything, which increases my defense or, well, basically it, it all circles around my leap ability. I just pump my defense up like crazy with that. You're, you're playing a demon hunter. You don't have crazy stuff like that, do you? Oh, God, no. We're glass cannons. I mean, now, I've seen a build, and I haven't messed around with it yet. But it uses a one-handed crossbow and a shield. And it's essentially you're trying to make a demon hunter a tank. And again, I haven't messed around with it, so I have no idea how viable it is. But I've seen it, and I'm seriously considering it now that after today in Inferno. Other builds I've seen... And this this will come back later in the show when we talk about the pro tip. But other builds I've seen are just stack pure damage and try not to get hit because if you do, you're going to die. And there's all sorts of different builds. You know, we've talked about this before. You know, one skill may not be viable unless you pair it with everything else. You know, and for me, uh, one of the skills that I've never seen viable you know, just in my experience of playing is the companion skill as a demon hunter. You know, you summon little minions. Mm-hmm. Well, none of those minions do any damage worth talking about. However, the build that I was working with today involves the bat, and that regenerates three hatred per second. You know, it doesn't do any damage to speak of, but it gives you more hatred, which allows you to spam certain skills. 
And one of the things that I learned today is, uh, and we're actually going to talk about it a little bit later, is your ball lightning skill with your elemental as a demon hunter, kind of like the uh, nether tentacles used to. It hits multiple enemies multiple times, puts out a serious amount of damage. And that was something that I learned today over constantly changing my build. I was like, okay, let me try this, and then let me try that. And, you know, and finally, I've come up with a build that I'm currently using that is great. I'm using, you know, smokescreen with lingering fog, so it extends the duration of smokescreen. I'm using my preparation so I can use smokescreen more often. I'm using the back companion. Uh, one of the things I was using was, you know what, I absolutely hate it when I can't remember the name of the skill. <laughs> At any rate, it's the one where you summon a bunch of mobs and it knocks them all back. Well, I was using that for the longest time, and then I realized, you know what, this isn't really doing me a dang bit of good. Plus, it's got a 30-second cooldown. So I turned around and switched that to my Mark of Death, and I put in the rune that uh, when you hit, uh, when you put it on a mob, it adds three hatred every time you hit them. Oh, that's nice. That is going to be my, you know, when I run into elite mobs or bosses or anything, I'm going to throw that on them. Plus, my bat's generating me hatred. So basically, I can just sit there and spam my ball lightning. And like I said, one, you know, none of those skills are good on their own, but once you add them all together, it ends up being a really great build. And, and it's currently working for me. And, and that's for Act 1 Inferno slash a little bit of Act 2 while I was playing with it. And I'll uh, report back when I get some more, you know, when I advance a little bit more with that one. But so far, it's going very well. Well, that's what it's all about, though, isn't it? Just synergy between your different things. And, like, that bat, yeah, it may not do any damage, but it is kind of like it might as well be a buff. Yeah, and, and once you start you know, regenning all this hatred, you can sit there and just spam your ball lightning over and over and over again. For when you're in a group especially, you know, we found out today, you, me, and Slaughter, uh, you know, he's a monk, you're a barbarian, you guys get to tank, and I get to sit back and just spam my ball lightning. And, and the way it works is I just, I take out all the little mobs, and you guys sit there and tank the big ones, and eventually we get them down. You know, I combine that with the uh, hungering arrow and the critical, the teeth one, where if you critically hit, it launches a bunch of teeth. And it's like once we finally get down to a single mob, I turn around and use that, get my hatred back. Plus, you know, it homes in on everything, and it just works out great. You know, it, it, I was absolutely doing just a, an ungodly amount of damage considering the gear I have. Inferno's a gear check. That's what it is. You, you've got to look into different things and get that gear or come up with a build that uses the gear you have. It's all about survivability when you walk into Inferno, which is kind of unfortunate, especially since there's so many good combinations of skills that just go unable to be used because of how difficult it is to survive. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, in my case, in this current build, survivability isn't an option. You know, you use that lingering fog with your smoke screen, and the reason you're using the preparation is so you can use it more often. It's all about running away. But that being in mind, you have to get a piece of gear that has run speed increase, you know, so you can get the heck out of dodge and stay out of dodge. And, you know, thankfully, when you're playing with a group, barbarians have a skill that taunts enemies. If 
you are grouping with a barbarian, ask them to use that skill. You know, be like, hey, man, can you use this taunt thing so that way they stay on you and I can just stand back here and spam damage. You know, once you go from single player to multiplayer and you have that group, you need to start rethinking your builds. You know, in my case, a glass cannon build may not necessarily be ideal for soloing, but if I have a barbarian with me, I can go, hey, man, I need you to use this skill. I need you to tank these mobs, and I'm going to sit back here and nuke them from afar, and that's how it works. In the case of earlier this week, we were playing with uh, Slaughter. Uh, Happy birthday, by the way, bro. Uh, It was a lot of fun playing with you. Slaughter's a monk, and we were also playing with Backfire. He's also a monk. And so we were just sitting there, we rolled through Act 1. Like, we just didn't stop. I think we had one death, and it was on the butcher. You know, and we got that person right back up, and then turned around and and beat him down. You know, unfortunately, uh, I think I had to go at that point. We were just rolling through it, and it was because of that synergy between the classes. You know, we had the monk healing, we had you tanking, we had me sitting in the back and doing DPS. Mm-hmm. It, so you it know really you work you, together well. It yeah, works. and it's just one of those things where you have to you have to conform your play style to who you're playing with. Um anyway, is there anything else that you've done this week that you'd like to talk about in game? Uh well, of course my hardcore challenge, but we'll talk about that later. So no, that was about it. I just want to give a huge shout out to the guys we've been playing with that, you know, ever since we put our names out there. You know, I've been getting a lot of guys just randomly join in and and I've been having a lot of fun with them. I do want to thank would, all of our listeners for that. I want to mention how Keth screams like a little 12-year-old girl when he plays. Listening in on this live stream was <laughs> probably one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I mean, literally. Ah, it's coming at me! And, <laughs> and uh, Dean's sitting there. He's like Mace Windu. He's like, yo, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's what it's like. So just imagine that. You need... You, I wish we'd been doing this back when me and Dean were playing WoW together because it was the exact opposite because I was the raid leader going, hey, man, we're going to go over here. You guys are going to go over here. I need you guys to heal through this. I need you to do that. You know, nice and calm about it. And Dean's over there going, I already pulled the mob. <laughs> I, hey, I was the best mob puller ever. I, You know what? I won't argue with that. <laughs> and I was a mage. Anywho, since that's, is that it, Keth? We're ready to go into the next segment? Oh, absolutely. All right. Well, before we do that, I do want to shout out, this is our last week that we're going to be calling this out. Remember, next week we're going to be drawing for the Diablo 2 giveaway. For all of those people who play and love Diablo 3 but are sad that you may have missed out on some story or gameplay of Diablo 2, we, lovingly, at Diablo Off the Record, have a copy of Diablo 2, as well as a copy of Diablo 2 Lord of Destruction, to give out to one lucky winner. To enter, send an email to DiabloOffTheRecord at gmail.com. That's all one word, DiabloOffTheRecord at gmail.com, with the title D2 Contest. But there's a catch. We want to see your craziest, funniest, and weirdest named yellow item. Snap a screenshot and send it in with your email, and we'll check them out here on the show. All entrants must be 18 years or older, only one entry per person will be accepted, and the item must be presented in-game to receive the game codes. The drawing will be announced on Spooky, July, Friday the 13th. Thank you for joining in on that list. You're welcome. 
All right. Actually, we've got a, a few really good ones that we're going to be able to pick on next week and figure out which one's our favorite. Anywho, let's uh, go ahead and move on to the communal fire. Welcome to the communal fire, my friend. Have a seat. We'll share a story or two. The communal fire, your official and community news segment. Keth, you are here to talk to us about Blizzard recognizing long-term in-game issues. Absolutely. So Blizzard came out and said... We recognize that the item hunt just isn't enough for long-term sustainability of in-game. There are still tons of people playing every day and weeks. Eventually, they're going to run out of stuff to do. Killing enemies and finding items is a lot of fun, and we think that we have a lot of systems surrounding that, or at least on the right path, with a few corrections and tweaks. But honestly, Diablo 3 is not World of Warcraft. Thank God. Uh, they didn't say that. That was me saying that. Uh, we aren't going to be able to pump out tons of new systems and, and content every couple months. There needs to be something that keeps people engaged, and we know it's not there right now. That being said, we're working toward patch 1.0.4, which we're really trying to pack in with as many fixes and changes as we can. And we're, of course, working on patch 1.1 with the PvP arenas. We have some ideas for progression systems, but honestly, it's a huge feature, and we want to try and do it right, and it's not something we could envision being possible until well after 1.1, which in, in itself is still a ways out. Now, what they're what are they basically saying here, Kev? Could you summarize it in maybe a sentence or two? Okay, what they're saying is, basically, right now we're at the grind. That means... All we're doing is looking for better gear for our characters so that we can kill things faster and find better gear for our characters. Like, right. that's what it boils down to. You know, the reason I'm working on my Demon Hunter right now is so that I can farm gear for my Barbarian and my Witch Doctor and my May, or Wizard and everything else. You know, that that's what this game is right now. What they're talking about is they realize that this is you know, eventually gets boring. Eventually you're going to go, you know what? I'm sick of just looking for gear. Especially when we don't have any updated content. So it's like, you know what? I've killed Diablo 5,000 times and I'm just not, I don't want to do it anymore. You know, I, I want to find something else and there's nothing else to do. And even and at that, killing a boss means, well, pretty much nothing. You get well, slim to none from killing a boss in comparison to just killing a normal rare. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, you, you've got, okay, well, how many elite packs do you want to farm? You know, it, it, you know you're going to run into the same dang elites that we ran into in Vulnerable Minions, Mortar, Frozen, Jailer, Slash, whatever, you know. Eventually, you're going to get bored of dealing with that. Like I did today, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm done, I'm rage quitting, I, you know, I'm going back to Act 1 where I can actually kill stuff and I'm going to have a lot of fun. That's where it comes up to, you need to make it fun on your own currently. Well, I just, I understand that they're looking for some type of progression system, and I, you know, I've seen this put out in other games, like EQ had an uh, alternate progression system. 
Rift has an alternate progression system where once you've reached your max level, you start gaining extra bonuses for more experience gained. Personally, I find this to be a horrible idea if they try to implement an alternate advancement system in Diablo. Which is kind of what they're hinting at wanting to do. I don't like it. I think I have a solution, though. And and tell me if I'm wrong, and it's fine if I am. I want to see if you two like it. It's a kind of a two-pronged system, though. First off, I'd like to see them implement guilds. Going hand-in-hand with guilds, which of course is going to bring in community... I want to see them make it so you're competitive with people within your own guild. I want to see it to where the top dog has the ability to, you know, maybe get an extra yellow a day. Or maybe we'll be able to do an extra certain special thing. Maybe even cosmetic things that are just there to make you feel better about killing 20,000 enemies. Having something to do with your kill count could be an excellent idea to go hand-in-hand with Diablo, because that's what it's all about. It's all about killing enemies, right? At least that's what it is right now. That's what it has been before. You can't go wrong if you stay with what's already good. And you know what? The chat room already mentioned something like a guild stash. You know what? I'm frankly... That's a good idea. I hadn't even thought about it because it's never been an option in in Diablo. You know what? A guild would be great. You know, get on there. You can see your friends. You can, pl- you know, jump right into the game with them. You got maybe a guild chat type thing. You know, hey, who's doing what? I'm doing this. I'm on Act 1 Inferno. Oh, you're on Act 2. Well, maybe you could jump back. We'll finish Act 1. Then we'll all be on Act 2. Hey, how about a guild stash? You know what? That's a great idea because, you know what? I'm a demon hunter, and if I find a dang barbarian belt, what the heck am I going to do with it? I mean... Granted, well, that's, that's gonna, a bad example. That's going to help a have... lot of people who enjoy playing that one character all the way through in-game, right? That's going to be amazing for them. But on top of that, this is something they've already implemented in WoW, which could be great for Diablo if it's done right. Now, I'm talking right. about the things where you'll see, and if, if you look over on any forums, if you wanted to see what I'm talking about, it's it's Oh, don't something say the they... F word. Okay, I'm sorry for saying the F word. If you look up the wiki for WoW, you can find out what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is they have bonuses for completing certain tasks. Let's say that if you join a guild in Diablo, it tells you, hey, for every 100 Diablo kills you've done in Inferno, your entire guild gets this special legendary item. If well, I don't every... know about items. You know, I'm, I'm all, I've always been a guy, of, you know, about cosmetic stuff. You know what? Well, I, I don't want you to be able to then. join my guild where, you know, I've got 9,060s and we're all farming Act 4 of Inferno. And then all of a sudden you get a free legendary item that makes you farm Act 4 Inferno. That's not what this game is about. This game is about getting to the end game. So I, I, I'm not thrilled about the idea of getting a legendary unless it's like a rainbow sword and you can run around and, and summon unicorns to fight Diablo. <laughs> In that case, I'm all about Okay, that'd be, that'd be kind of cool. Like every hit, it has a chance to summon a rainbow unicorn. Yeah, which doesn't do any damage, but just kind of runs around and goes, hey, come to Windsyshire where we all hang out. Right, that'd be kind of cool. And, you know, it's, it's the metagame that really pulls people in together. You know, it it would really help 
bringing friends in to play next to each other to go toward a common goal. That's what exactly what they're talking about. But if they make this in the single player format where it's, hey, if you gain experience, even after hitting the cap, you're going to gain more items and things. You know, it's going to add towards your magic cap or whatever. That's a horrible, horrible idea. Blizzard, if you're listening, do not make an alternate advancement system. It'll just make people stay on one character and not play the other characters of the game. Everyone well, will be thing, on you know, one One of character. the biggest things that, that I've been doing, especially you know up until this week where I was just having a, a butt-ton of fun on my Demon Hunter... You know, I've got a wizard that I'm leveling up. I've got a monk that I... No, I'm not leveling the monk up. I've got a witch doctor that I'm leveling up. You know, and that's the thing is I want to get all these classes. I want to go through all the experience, and I want to find out which one works for me. Currently, it's my demon hunter. You know, but who knows? I might actually end up leveling up that dang monk and finding out, well, that's the class I like. But there's already so many people who haven't figured out what class they like. If an alternate advancement system is put in, we'll be forced to bring your character up to the highest level and continue working on that highest level of character and not play the game for what it is. Well, and that's why I said, you know, if, if we're going to implement a system like this, it needs to be something like cosmetic because, yes, you know what, if I want to level up my, my dang witch doctor, I want to be okay with that. You know, if I... If it's an item, you know, it's this legendary, it's the wind force bow or whatever it is that I'm going to get, you mm-hmm. know, then that leaves me only one option, play my character until I get that. If it's just a cosmetic thing, you know, like a little Tyrael wings from the collector's edition or something similar, because, you know, frankly, I think these flags are dumb. Well, that's what it all boils down to, doesn't it? Is that the flag system, the having this... this pennant that you can drop pretty much anywhere that was kind of their chance to try to make you know the mounts in wow and it just kind of didn't work did it frankly the only time you see them is when you're in town and the only time you're seeing them is when you're clicking on them to teleport to your buddy and it doesn't matter what it looks like i'm not gonna stop and look at it i'm teleporting you to save your butt you know i don't have time to look at your thing and yeah and i'm sorry you can press g to drop your flag but why it's not like it does anything. It's not like it gives you a buff. It's just dumb, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I do it just to spam you just to be annoying, but other than that, it you know, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Just because mine's bright pink with a little unicorn on it, that's just to try and distract you and get you killed while you're fighting the elite mobs and I'm standing back doing nothing. Thank you, Keth, for illustrating uh, that. I'm here for you, bro. I keep telling you. I, I can tell. <laughs> so... All right, so um, I, I want to hear from Liz. Liz, do you have any final thoughts on this, how it could be done right, or if you want to see it done at all? What, well, what I'm, I'm marveling at is the fact that you guys are almost missing the point of the, the entire thing. The, to me, when I was reading this, I was thinking, wow, they really didn't think about the end game and how people would drop off of this game or get bored with it so easily. That's what this little article said to me. I don't right. know about you guys. You know, even when, before we even started the podcast, one thing I've always warned is that this game is tedium. It's all about running the same dungeons over and over and over again to try to get better gear. And yeah, that worked in the past for Diablo 2 because it was so randomized, walking into the same dungeon was not walking into the same dungeon. Well, and you also have to bear in mind that Diablo 2 and the original Diablo 
you know, this was before things like World of Warcraft. This was, you know, this was before you had this giant community. I mean, playing, you know, Diablo 2, I was still dialing yeah. up. Yeah. You know, there there was no community. You couldn't get 50 people on a 56k modem. They do have the community now. I think the best option would be for them to invest in that. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, this game's been a long time coming. And I think when this originally was created, they didn't have World of Warcraft in mind. They didn't have all these other games that have come out. That's how it worked. You know, it was you had a handful of friends. You had two or three friends. And that was all you could get online because, you know, this guy was on the phone or his mom had to call this person and so I, of yeah, course he could I can't get on. tell you how many times I've died to bail because somebody had to go because his mom picked up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's what I'm saying is you know, when Diablo two was originally envisioned, you know, we didn't have fifty you know, megabyte or megabits a second downloading and we couldn't get sixty four people on a single player match and you know, so I think they've suddenly realized that when they put this game out, they were like, oh, yeah, this game was designed in, like, 1998. Well, I'd like to see what solutions they come up with, and I will definitely say that we are going to complain about them on air as to which ones we like and don't like. Uh, what, what the things you had come up with are things that that aren't one player. Those are the only solutions that... that are being thought of? No, I mean, I'm not putting pressure on the two player. of you. I don't mean that. But I'm I, I see what I see exactly where you're going. You're saying that what if someone wants to play this single player? They're going to hit in game and still have the same problems if they don't want to join a guild. And in in my head, I'm like, well, that's you know the problem of the person that wants to play single player. I would accept it, you know, maybe because I'm a little more easygoing. But yeah, um, the, there needs yeah. to be something like meta achievements or something. Well, you know, and that that boils down to, you know, this is no longer a single-player game, you know, and we, I mean, we have to boil that down. Right. You have to have the internet in order to play this game. It, it's, it is. They even said it is a co-op game. Even if you want to play single-player, you have to have the internet, so you have to be online, you have to be able to connect with other people. So that, to me, says you need to connect with other people. I and, know, you know, but... obviously not everybody is, you know, as out there as you and me and, you know, being like, hey, here's my Battle.net tag to our X amount of listeners. And, you know, now I every time I log on, I have friend requests. Oh, my God. You know, like so... the other day I had 15 friend requests just from doing that. Oh, my God. After the whole debacle with me deleting my authenticator thing, I had like 50. How many people have you gotten that are gold sellers? Actually, since I... Since then, I I haven't gotten a single one. It's all oh, man, been I, people who listen to I the show. I get like one every week. I think we should move on to the next section. I know that we're really heated to get into this discussion. Oh, um, bring it on. <laughs> let me give a little foreground. Um, this is something that Blizzard has put out. I kind of cropped it down for our time. Definitely, this is one of those things that they want to hear your opinion about. If you have an opinion... Go on to the F word and find the name of it. It's it's their magic find gear swapping issue. They they want to know what your opinions are, but we're gonna go through them on on the show and give the five different options that they offered. But they are taking suggestions. 
they are not necessarily siding with the majority opinion on this. As they said, they will be talking through the best opinions to find out the best possible course of action. Now, now that that's said, I want to go into this. This is for Magic Find Gear Swapping. It says, since it has become an increasingly common practice to keep a Magic Find set in your inventory and swap it in shortly before a kill, philosophically, we don't have a problem with this practice. While players getting more Magic Find for their kills isn't a game-breaker for us, many players have said they don't enjoy doing it because it feels... because they feel the benefit is too large for them to ignore. It's worth keeping in mind that if we do implement a method to alleviate gear swapping in combat, we'll simultaneously be looking at ways for players to get an added magic find bonus to compensate. Here are the solutions that they are currently considering. And the first one is set a magic find cap. Now currently there is not a magic find cap. I believe the maximum possible is mid-400s, mid-500s. What Magic Find actually does, and it shows in a percentage, you consider your rare items equivalent to your Magic Find. On average, you have about a 10% chance to find a rare item. Let's just say. If you have a Magic Find of 100, you then have about a 20% chance of finding a rare item. So you see how that works? 200% Magic Find would increase you to a 30% chance of finding a rare item. So that's how that works. The first option is they would like to think about setting a cap. And that cap would either be 100% or somewhere between 100 and 200%. And your Nephilim Valor would count toward what they could possibly set. If Nephilim Valor provides 75% at 5 stacks, so the most you'd ever need would be between 25% magic find and 125, which is, is reasonable to get on your normal set of gear, but it still would cause a, an issue where people would still be compelled to have that gear to gear swap between. I would too, but this kind of goes against the previous topic about, um, the end game. Uh, don't you want to get as much as you, you know, you can to me, that's, that's part of the game. Right. Well, to a point, because you know what if the ultimate, uh, you know, it, it, magic find has to do with getting the best gear, which has to do with you know beating the game, quote unquote. If you max out the the magic find at one hundred and twenty percent, or you know whatever, even a hundred percent, okay, so that's the best I can get. What does that mean? You know, if I can get up to five hundred percent magic find and get five rare items every time I kill a rare mob or a boss or whatever, you know, or have a better chance of getting a legendary item, if they suddenly drop, you know, cap that to 100% or, you know, 125%, whatever it is, does that mean I'm not going to have as good a chance to get that, you know, if I max it out and get 500% or whatever it is? Right. The entire problem with putting a cap is they'd have to refigure logistics because then it would only magic find would be basically worthless past a specific point. It would reduce the cost of magic find items, yes, but it would make them not as worthy in some cases. Many people would only keep the cap on and then if they found something past the cap, 
they just overlook it because it's a wasted fix. This option, setting a magic find cap, for me, I find this to be a bad option. This is going to cause more trouble than it's worth. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's the same thing I just said. You know, if a cap is set, you know, then how does that affect, you know, my certain percentage to find legendaries over rares and rares over, you know, regular blue magic items? You know, and, and that's the thing. And once I cap out, does, you know, that means I have the best of the best, and that's all I can do is, you know, suddenly 25% or whatever it is. You know, that right. doesn't do me any good. The whole point of having a magic find is the higher I get, the better chance I have. Exactly. So if you suddenly cap it out, what the heck's the point? There isn't one. So, Liz, what do you think about this? I think that what I had said earlier is that it's just going to mess with end game kind of stuff. I, exactly. Honestly, with all of these, looking over them, I... I don't see the point of even messing with it to tell you the truth but that's for later well yeah we'll get into that <laughs> um the second option that they offered slowly adjust magic find over time when you equip an item with magic find we don't let your magic find change immediately instead magic find will slowly drift up toward your target magic find potentially something like one percent every three seconds if you open your character detail sheet you can see the number changing from, you know, 8, 9, 10%. Even though you could, in theory, switch to Magic Find gear for the Killing Blow and get a few extra percents, it's probably not worth it. This, again, is one of those things that sounds like it's more trouble than it's worth and would uh -huh. just end up... Well, it wouldn't stop people from switching. All no. this tells me that it would do is you see that at the end of a fight, someone will be like, you know, one sec, MF. And then you'd have to wait 30 seconds for their magic find to drift up to where it should be before you're able to down your enemies. That'll all just this, create pissed off players. All this is going to do is make people pissed at each other for carrying uh -huh. a magic find set. This is going to, all it's going to do is cause people to get mad when, it, when you're in a game and you just kill an enemy. How dare you kill that enemy before you let my magic find get up? You're going to hear that all the time if this is the option taken. Well, and not only that, you've got to look at the fact that even if you're playing solo, suddenly I'm switching to my magic find set because, you know, the boss has one hit left, and then i got to run around in circles for a minute and a half. Right. Well, you know what? I didn't spend my time getting the best gear possible so that I can kill Diablo in 30 seconds to suddenly switch over to my magic find set so that I can run around for an extra minute and a half. If that's the case, what the heck's the point of getting better gear? Because I still got to wait an hour and a half for my dang magic find to cap out. <laughs> Which is what's going to bring us to our third opinion. Third option, use your average magic find of your lowest magic find percent of the last five minutes. Now, I don't even think I need to explain this one. Basically, because what they're saying is, if you go, if you had five minutes ago, you had zero magic find. You then switch to your 100% magic find gear. And now so, you still have zero. Okay. Over five minutes, it's slowly going to pick your average. So you now have to wait five minutes before you can start the fight? That's, oh that's my a, God. Could you imagine? That's a horrible yeah, idea. Yeah, and that's assuming you, you put on your magic find set before you attack, you know, Diablo or whatever pack. You know, then you've got to wait five minutes before you even attack the pack. 
I mean, that's great for me. No, I'm a smoker. That's a cigarette. I'm good with that. (laughs) Basically. So you're, again, this is just going to cause the same issues as before. Now, let's see. Let's have a third option that's the exact same thing as the last two options. This one is option four from them. Option to zero out your magic find for three minutes after swapping any gear. When you swap gear, your magic find is disabled for three minutes. Liz, I know, I I hear you laughing back there, but that's exactly what I want to do too, because this is basically saying the same thing. Like, hey, what would you prefer more? Three minutes wait time before you kill an enemy? Five minutes wait time before you kill an enemy? Or just a wait time based on your magic find in total? And what happens if you just want to swap out gears to see the stat change? Like, maybe it would zero out your magic find. Oh my god. This is retarded. Just let people do their magic find swap. Just let them do it. Who I cares? think it's it's almost getting to that point. And, you know, it, there's an even worse option. Would you like me to tell you what that one is? You donate your firstborn child to get... Oh, I mean, you know what? I'm not done with this one, though. <laughs> oh, okay, Kath, go at it. Here's here's my question about this. When you swap your mag- your gear, your magic find is suddenly disabled for three minutes. Okay. Now, with the current build I'm running on my Demon Hunter, disregarding magic find completely, I have two different quivers that I use. One of them gives me 10% to my elemental arrow. The other one gives me 10% to my hungering arrow. What that means is for the normal, just run-of-the-mill trash that I'm using, I use that elemental arrow one. Why? Because I'm using the ball lightning, which hits multiple enemies, and 10% of my damage per multiple enemies is amazing. When I go into single target mode, I want to switch my quiver to my hungering arrow one. Why? Because when it crits, it hits the little thing and they circle back and hit the mob and so I essentially hit the mob like 50 times every time I critical hit. 10% times 50 times times my damage is amazing. But if they now, enact this one it would zero out. Now does it just zero out my mag- magic find or are they yes. going to continue this with every other piece of you know information I have? If I suddenly decide that I you know for this boss I no longer need my all resistance I only need poison resist because well it's gum and that's what he does and i throw on my poison resist set because i want to be able to survive him because well i'm a demon hunter and i can't get hit does that mean suddenly that my all resist goes to zero and my poison resist goes to zero and i have to wait three minutes this is one of the this particular option is a slippery slope and yeah, I this is like, one of those things that you do not want to allow to be grandfathered in for any reason Zeroing out anything is just a bad idea. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's the reason I have two different sets. That's why I have all these different options. Because, you know what, frankly, this piece of gear is great for this. This piece of gear is great for that. And if you suddenly go, hey, it's okay to change this piece of gear out. But then you say, oh, then we have to change the effects of all these pieces of gear. Because otherwise it's not fair to this piece of gear. And, yeah. Slippery slope, not thrilled with this option. Blizzard, you have heard me, and I'm always right, as we found out from the last podcast. Oh my God. So this ain't gonna happen. <laughs> oh wow! Thank you, Keth. You're fired. I'm um, here to help. Now let's go to the last one. This is the last option that they have offered us. It's where gear swapping at all com- completely resets your Nephilim valor. 
It, well, no, maybe the problem with with switching out skills and people. Yes, this is the exact same thing with skills, and people are are mad about it. And and this is, or it may only remove one stack. It may remove some stacks. This is a bad idea too. This is another thing. It basically is saying, if you change your gear, you better have more than seventy five percent on it, or you're not gaining any benefit for changing out to a magic find set. After the skill switching and and getting rid of all of your Nephilim Valor, the losing one stack of it, I would consider that. Yeah, I, you know, see I would that consider for that for switching. everything. If you want to switch something out, you lose one stack. That I can is, deal with. This is the least invasive of all of the options that they've given us yet. This is the least worst thing they could have possibly offered well, us. And this is what this is going to boil down to. And this is why I'm glad that Blizzard prefaced this by, we want to hear your ideas. What we're at currently with these five choices is voting for the least evil. It's like an election for a certain government office. I'm not okay with voting for the least of the the X amount of evils. I want a second option. I want to be able to vote for Alice Cooper because I think he'll make a great congressman you know um any hate mail can uh be directed to, to elder gaming at gmail.com <laughs> it could be on. sent to elder scrolls off the record at gmail.com or there because i don't read that one at all and i'm okay <laughs> with that but what i'm saying is you know right now we have the option to choose the the least evil of the five options but blizzard has already stated you know, like they have with everything. You know what? We're going to make mistakes. We want your input. Let us know what happened. You know, they they threw in the three-day limit time for the, you know, if you just bought your digital account. You know, like I said, I thought it was a great idea, except for it was misguided. You know, yeah. hey, we're here to prevent gold farmers. We're here to prevent all this. You know, good initiative, bad judgment. And, and that's what it boils down to. Okay, yep. they said that philosophically they don't have a problem with the practice. So do listeners, or not listeners, do players have a problem with this practice? You know, that's the thing, is that the only reason why this has even come up is because there are some players who feel that other people who have more than one stack of gear are somehow cheating the game. Now, oh, this is, oh, this oh, is okay. something that they have put in the game for us to play with. This is something Absolutely. on the items. We're not cheating. Magic Find is in the game. And that's They're... the thing. You have a Magic Find set. You've always had a Magic Find set with Diablo games. And yeah. you know what? Magic Find is dirt cheap on the auction house. It's ridiculously cheap. Yeah. Compared to everything else, compared to the actual sets that you need to be able to farm act for of Inferno, Magic Find is dirt cheap. You want... 50% magic find, I'll give it to you for a thousand gold. Why? Because it's worthless to me. Why? Because I need the thousand DPS bow. I don't need magic find. I need a bow that's worth a dang. Right. You know? And you see that a lot, where people will carry two sets and just swap out at the end. Now, we've gone through all of these, and yes, we've been very you know critical on how they won't work right, but I'd like to offer two suggestions. And I want to hear y'all's opinions on it. Here's two suggestions. One for and one against. I'll go for the against first because I'd like to end on a happy note. If they want to stop people from using, 
magic find in-game when they're trying to defeat an enemy, make it so you can't swap gear so long after hitting an enemy or being hit by an enemy. Maybe two minutes, maybe three minutes. Say that, put a limit on the amount of time before you're able to switch gear. Make, call it, hey bro, you're in combat. How about just switch magic find gear? Anything that has magic find on it, because I can, that, I can imagine that would be even better. Upset. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know how people have time to do it anyway. <laughs> they do. But You'd be amazed. I, I can see. So, okay. so you, Keth, what do you think about that? Having a limit on how long before you can switch gear? You know what? If you want magic find on when you're going to kill an enemy, you should do it with it. The dang thing, you know. I agree completely with that. I, I'm okay. fine with that. Okay. You now here's my here's my second option. This is if Diablo would like people to allow people to switch gear. I think they should facilitate it even more. I would like to see a gear swap button. Oh, you know, like Q when you switch in between uh, exactly. on WoW. You will, or like in the original Diablo, it was W to switch your to your. Between yeah. weapons. Yeah, yeah. They had this in Diablo 2. I would love to see this put into Diablo 3. I know people did it. That was their you magic. You know what? Point. I hadn't even considered that, and I think it's brilliant. You know what? It, you know, you it wouldn't have two hurt. sets, switch between the sets. Absolutely. Why the heck not? Because uh, I the could see hand, this being useful for other things as well, like switching between a DPS and a defensive set of gear. I could see this going for if you're going to be using a certain type of attack compared to a different type of attack. This could be good. This could actually be beneficial towards gameplay as a whole. Oh, absolutely. This would be great, you know, for for multiplayer situations especially. You know what? I'm in my single-player gear set. I have, you know, X amount of gear. I, you know, this is what I use. It has resistances on it. It has my shield and my one-handed thing because I'm going to give that a shot eventually. Or I hit... W or whatever other button and and all of a sudden boom now I'm in my dang multiplayer set where all of a sudden all my focus is on my elemental arrow and and I'm not worried about taking damage because DN has finally listened to me and used his taunt <laughs> which we'll see by the and way, on top of done. this you could also have it to where it switches between skill sets and give it a cooldown so that it won't interrupt Nephilim Valor Oh, you know what? Absolutely. And give it like a half an hour cooldown. Screw it. You know what? I'm I'm okay with that too. You know, give it a huge cooldown. Why? So because you shouldn't be able to switch between this stuff immediately. You know what? If I know I'm going into a multiplayer situation or a magic find situation, I'm gonna let that cooldown wear off. You know, I could see, you know, a five minute cooldown, I could see that being reasonable. Oh, well, like even a 10-minute cooldown would be reasonable because well, that's, that's a, a good saying. amount of time you know, between I know packs. I'm exaggerating with a half an hour cooldown, but I know when you're going to join my game, you know? Right. And if I don't want you to join my game, I have the option to say, hey, you know what? You have to ask me for a dang invite to join my game. So, uh, so final like thoughts on this because we're running a little bit long on this section. What do you think about, Kath? Do you think if you had to pick one idea, what would it be? Uh, you know what, honestly, now that you've given me the option, I'm kind of digging your cooldown switch sets thing. Yeah, I, I like that idea. So, Liz, what do you think? You were just saying that the cooldown was a bad thing about ten minutes ago. That's why I'm a little confused. I kind of know what you're talking about. No, well, uh, don't the, change it well, at all. If people want to change up their magic find stuff, let them. Who okay. cares? <laughs> uh, well, now, I agree with 
you know, Liz, is A, we don't need to even go into this. If you want to put Magic Find on, put Magic Find on. I agree with that. Just leave it alone and, and let sleeping dogs lie. But on the other hand, if we're going to change it because all of a sudden everybody's butthurt about it, you know what? Make it like, uh, like wow, frankly, is you can switch between your set. Shoot, I don't even remember what the heck the name of the thing is called. Oh, you, yeah, you had different specs that you could switch between. Yeah, okay, there you go, specs, that's what I was looking for. You had two different specs, you could you know, only switch out of combat. Right, something like that, that'd be good. That would be good, that'd I'm be okay helpful. I'm okay with that. You know what, I was okay with it, and wow, when I played that game, and two years clean and sober, thank you. That's the kind of thing we're looking for, is, you know, give us an option like that, and we'll be good with it. I would like to see a gear swap that has a cooldown that goes in and out of combat. Does combat doesn't affect it, so that it can cool down outside of combat. That let's say five minutes, and you can switch between sets. That way, when you do switch to your magic set, you are kind of stuck in it for five minutes unless you do it by hand. So I would like to see that. Anywho, moving on, uh, Liz, what do you have for us in the Real Money Auction House? The Real Money Auction House commodities are coming soon, but not gold selling. The following commodities will be available soon for trading in the Real Money Auction House. Can I say it? Rama, Rama, Rama. No. None of that. None of that. (laughs) Okay, the following commodities are gems, dyes, crafting materials, blacksmithing plans and jeweler designs, and pages of training. And the ability to trade gold as a commodity won't be included in the initial update, but they hope to enable it in the near future. Keep an eye out on this thread, even though there is no thread on a podcast, for further updates. Yeah, <laughs> don't, keep a, keep an ear open for us, and we will yell at you when you, the update comes through. But that was the full blue post on it. So I'm, I'm mad that they won't have gold, but I, I accept it. Since the Real Money Auction House has come out, you you need to bear in mind that things on the gold auction house are just skyrocketing in price. Mm-hmm. And it's because, specifically in my opinion... and Yeah, it's only you know because have, they haven't released the gold. Because and, they haven't released this, suddenly prices on the gold auction house, it's absolutely ridiculous. One last thing before we move on to the hard corner. I do want to tell uh, Liz... I brought back the Inferno update. Uh, and what am I supposed to say? Oh, yeah, I told you so? Is that what okay, it is? it's not the <laughs> Inferno update you'd think it was. Uh, Bob Horkelson on YouTube, if you check out his accounts at Bob Horkelson, has posted a video of his Enchantress's build with over 50k life and over 8k DPS. The Enchantress by itself has cleared Act 1 Inferno. Now, this is the follower of the Enchantress. Yes, this is not the wizard. just standing there and letting his follower do the work. Yeah, you saw this one, right, Keth? Oh, as soon as I heard about this, I was like, I have to see this. Now, granted, you know, we're talking about gear and the auction house and everything. It takes a lot to get your Enchantress to this point. That's hilarious. (laughs) It is a possibility if you have the money and you have the gear and everything else. To get your enchantress to the point of where he was literally just standing there. Like, he accidentally clicked on a couple of mobs and hit them, but it wasn't enough damage to, you know, actually matter. Yeah. And, and it was one of those things where it was just like, you're just watching him stand there while his enchantress kills everything. And, you know, and that's basically what I do when I play with Dean. I stand there and Dean <laughs> kills things. 
Are you calling me an enchantress? You are enchanting. I, that's yeah, what I was going to I was going to take spells. it as a I'm taking it as a uh, compliment that you're saying I'm enchanting and uh and yeah, that's how we're going to address. That's all well, I'm saying. See, I'll take it as a compliment. All right, we're moving on to the next segment. See you in the hard <laughs> corner everybody. Welcome to the Hard Corner! This week in the Hard Corner, our characters have been made to jump through fiery hoops in a challenge that was made up by a listener, or maybe something that we've made up ourselves. Something new and crazy for a hardcore character to do. Contestants have a whole week to start a new character or continue an old character, and down the next boss in the storyline for them. Last week was the Avarwin. No weapon upgrades and a fresh start only. Liz, did you undertake the Avarwin challenge? I did not do Avarwin this week. You didn't get a chance to do it. No, um, because I thought it was QGN week where we had the week off, but apparently not us. <laughs> yeah, we've told you all week that we weren't off. We probably you didn't did. We us. have to explain the hard corner. We don't take weeks off. That's what we do. We're hardcore. Yes. Actually, I was also very, very <laughs> sick this week. I did not get to complete it. So I made my character, but I didn't get to do it. So, Keth, what did you do this week in the hardcore? Okay, corner? well, first off, I want to say I didn't do the fresh start thing. Why? Because it's BS. I have this hardcore character <laughs> that I'm carrying on. This is awesome. I have already gone through the Thorns challenge, the naturalist challenge, and you know what? I'm on act two, and I need to do this of Arwen challenge. So what I did, and I made sure to live stream this so I had witnesses... <laughs> and God bless all of you who are watching. I went through Act 2, and the first white item that dropped that my witch doctor could equip, I picked up and equipped right there, on live on air. I said, this is what it is. Now, I still followed my thorns challenge. If it didn't have thorns on it, I couldn't equip it. If it didn't have, you know, if it wasn't, I didn't repair, I couldn't go well, to the see, auction house that actually that is part of the avarwin challenge but yeah. by taking on additional challenges which were completely unnecessary and had no bearing toward the challenge at hand so well you there the you go what i did was as soon as i got i got some sort of one-handed axe or something on my demon hunter it was the first white item that was one-handed that i could equip threw it on Right there on the live stream, took a couple seconds, was like, look, white item, this is a white item, I'm equipping this white item. So when Dean complains that I didn't do the challenge, you guys all are witnesses. <laughs> and I threw it on there and, and went through and killed Magda. I downed Magda, and you know what? Bring on the next challenge, because I've completed three <laughs> challenges so far with this dang witch doctor. And I am convinced that I'm going to go all the way to Act 4 and down Diablo with all these challenges. I'm a bit convinced I, I you're going to do it, too. That. All right, well, I'll see if I can kill you this next week, then. How about that? Oh, I will slap you in the face. <laughs> no, you won't. All right. Um, I do want to give a yell out to the, to the few people who sent us in their emails. Hardcore heroes for this week from our listeners are Chris T. and Paul K., 
We also have a fallen hero, and our, our love and hope goes out to him that he'll join us next week, Will A. Um, if you are undertaking a hardcore challenge and complete it, send us a screenshot of you taking down a boss which completes your challenge and send an email to DiabloOffTheRecord at gmail.com with the title of I am a hardcore hero or I am a fallen hero. We may miss your submission and shout out if the email doesn't have one of those titles. Now, you know what it is. Drum roll. Come on, give me a drum roll. Okay, that drum yeah, roll is no. horrible. All right. told me to do the drum roll. I did the one from Christmas Vacation that they did. That's how they did it. Okay. Well, this next upcoming week is The Nudist. That's right. The Nudist. Y'all are going to be streaking something fierce through Act 1 or Act 2, like Keth. You're going to be going completely alfresco. That's right, no armor whatsoever. You're only allowed off-hands and main-hand weapons. Yeah, bring it on. Shields are fine. You know, anything off-hand is fine. Main-hand's fine. Um, let's see, I'll go, I'll be generous and say that necklaces and rings are good also. That's right, nudist challenge, no armor. Of course, he allows the necklaces and rings, and I'm not allowed to equip any ones that I don't pick up and have thorns. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I hate you so much. And I just like to say, you know, whenever I run around naked, I'm always wearing my necklaces and chains. You know what? I I am going to bring up something, though, is ever since I've started doing this whole live stream thing and getting involved with the community, I have not lost a hardcore challenge, so... Bring it on, man. I'm going to have the live stream watching, and we're going to see what happens. All righty. Well, that'll be fun. So that's it for the hardcore challenge. Complete the nudist. Send in your message to DiabloOffTheRecord at gmail.com, and we'll shout you out on air. And we will see you in the voodoo. Welcome to Davudu. Our spotlight of the week could be skills, combos, or even lore. Something to help you learn more about the game. Now, Liz, I heard that you let Keth have your tip of the week this week. Yes, I did, because I wanted him to feel special. <laughs> well, Keth, do you feel special? Hey, special. Yeah, he's special. He's such a good boy. All right, Keth, what do you got for us? All right, bring it on. Demon Hunter talk. All right, we're going to make this a new section all about the Demon Hunters. (laughs) No. No? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) But go ahead, give us your tip of the week. Check it out. This this goes back to my certain skills play with certain other skills topic that we've talked about in the prior. Elemental Arrow. Ball Lightning. For those of you demon hunters who know what I'm talking about, Ball Lightning is currently like Nether Tentacles, except for it doesn't have the healing percent. It still hits multiple mobs multiple times. It hits hard, and it's going to hit those guys as many times as you possibly can because it's got that chain lightning effect. All right? If you played Magic the Gathering, oh, check this out. I'm tying it in. You know that the card that Ball Lightning was the Magic the Gathering card. And if you read the flavor text, it was, don't bother running, you'll only die tired. 
This is exactly <laughs> what this is. Nice, right. nice uh, throwback there to the beginning of the show. Hey, I'm all over it, man. Good job. Now, if you use this with a quiver, okay, and if you guys haven't looked this up on the auction house, I need to buy all the quivers I need because all of a sudden this is going to jump in price. There are quivers that give you a percentage bonus to elemental arrow, to your main attack, anything else. Right now, I'm rocking a quiver that gives me a 10% bonus to my elemental arrow. Okay, so you rock that with everything else that I've got going for me. I've got, you know, percentage bonuses to critical attack. I've got all this other stuff. Well, this won't show up on your actual DPS, you know, when you pull up your character sheet and you look at all that and everything else. What this is going to say is you hit this enemy for X amount of damage, you got to add 10% to that. So whatever it is your damage shows, add 10% when you're attacking with Elemental Arrow. Okay. Or, like I said, you know, you can get ones that have a Hungering Arrow on them. You know why? Because I use that when I'm focusing on single target. So you get all these different quivers that have X amount of damage bonus. You know, previously the best you could get was 10%. Now you can get even more than that. I don't know why the heck that changed, but all of a sudden it did. Get on there, spend your money. Quivers are amazing. Yeah, they are. Um, One of the other things that I want to talk about, check the date on that YouTube video because it may have gone sour. You know what? I was looking at some YouTube videos. I uh, Specifically, there's one person in mind that I know of that plays a demon hunter, and he is particularly viewable on YouTube. Now, you need to bear in mind that certain people have certain advantages. The particular person I'm thinking of has gotten donations from his community. The gear that he has is the fact that he can afford it because he was like, hey, guys, send me money for free so I can buy stuff, so I can beat stuff and, and put it on YouTube. What we're trying to say is you need to check out the not only... If things have changed since, because there's been a lot of changes coming through for the Demon Hunter, and there will be a lot more coming soon. Oh, absolutely. Definitely take what is said, even on this show, with a grain of salt in comparison to what your gear is, because certain gear will not be able to survive even certain specs. And I have a perfect example of this. I was live streaming today. I used the particular build in question. And it turns out that it just doesn't work with the gear that I had. So I changed it up a little bit, and all of a sudden I was, you know, poning face. So bear in mind, check, you know, check the dates on any guides you're looking at. Because if that date on that guide is two months ago, well, 1.3 came out and changed the world. So, so just keep in, bear keep in mind. Um, now, at the moment, though, Keth, you do recommend this, what is it, Lightning Tentacles? Uh, no, it's actually Ball Lightning. It's your ball elemental lightning. arrow with Ball Lightning. That's what I'm currently recommending as of July 6th, 2012. Right. Well, thank you very much for that recommendation. I hope a lot of people can put that to use. All right, guys. Um, we have an email that I want to talk about. From one of our friends over in Australia. This comes from MDL513. Says, hi guys, MDL513 here. 
Actually, it's 513. I'm from WA. No, not Washington, aka Western Australia. And I've been playing a lot of server-based multiplayer games lately, and I've noticed a rather annoying similarity. Ever since I was 14, I've been playing at 300 um, milliseconds of ping, and depending on the game, it can make or break it for me. Anyway, the reason for this ping is because the servers are based in the U.S. So, here's my question. I was wondering if you could do a shout-out for the listeners to write in their average latency and location, maybe internet connection also. Just so you know, Western Australia is 270 milliseconds latency, and I have a 16 megabits per second down and 1.2 megabits per second up. Thanks for all your time. One of your biggest fans, MDL513. P.S. Could you ask Dean to read my name out loud in one of his epic oh, voices? Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I'm taking my headphones off. Go nuts. Me too. <laughs> um, well, seeing as how I've been sick, I'm not sure how great this is going to be. M.D.L. 513. <clears throat> now my throat hurts. Okay, can we come back? Yes, you can come back. All right. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. All right. Another thing he says, not sure if anything's changed, but Liz's mic sounds way better than the first few episodes. And you know why? It's because we make her not mumble. Liz, we love it when you complain and talk and say things out loud, not mumble. Oh, or it could be that I changed my microphone settings. Well, that could help too. (laughs) Way to not let Dean take credit for that. <laughs> not about to let him. <laughs> All right. And, and, and uh, well, I, I, no, I get to read the next nope, one. Nope, nope. It's my email. The final I one know. says, Keth, good to see that you're contributing more, but you and Liz should start a co op and alienate Dean for a segment. That would be hilarious. And speaking of de- alienating Dean for a segment, Liz. <laughs> Bring on the five-star reviews. <laughs> wow. From America, we have Seagraves45, Jay of the Falls, I'm DeBess, and John Supernot. From the UK, we have Banker345, and Alex Grigg, 12345679. And from Australia, MDL513, and from New Zealand, Reaper Pariah. I would like to say that we definitely aren't begging for five-star reviews. We, um, one thing I do want to mention is that we only shout out the five-star reviews because it's our thanks toward the listener for feeling that way. We do want honest reviews, so please do give that to us. One thing I do like to want to tell you to do is our radio survey mention. Please go and take the radio survey mention. It's found on any of our websites, which we'll give you the URL in just a second. takes five minutes to do. It gives us a lot more information for feedback than just the five-star reviews on Twitter. Or not Twitter, iTunes, sorry. If you, if you do want to talk to us directly, feel free to hit us up on Twitter or send us an email. Uh, Liz, how do you think this episode went? I think that... The thing about the magic find is just ridiculous, and they need to leave it alone. <laughs> and I'm sorry if that sounds really mean, but I really feel that way. <laughs> Definitely. Keth, what do you think? Hold on, preemptive. I was right! Because I know it's going to happen. All right, I know, it's going to happen. Uh, personally, I you know, there's a lot of changes coming, and I'd like to see them when they do, and you'd better bet 
I'm going to be the first person to jump up and down on any change that comes toward Diablo 3. Oh. Yeah, so when they do fix it, we will talk about it on the show. Now, Liz, could you tell us about our record times? Well, you can listen to all of the Quest Gaming Network shows recorded live at livestream.com slash thequestshow. There's Diablo Off the Record, us, of course, Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and Elder Scrolls Off the Record on Wednesday. No, it's Thursdays at 7 now. Yes, <laughs> Elder Scrolls has changed to Thursdays. Yes, Minecraft Off the Records, Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and SWOTOR Reforged, Mondays, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Keth, where can they reach us? You can reach us at any time at www.diabloofftherecord.com. You can also get a hold of us by email, diabloofftherecord at gmail.com. That's diabloofftherecord, all one word, at gmail.com. And, of course, we're part of the greater QuestGamingNetwork.com. Uh, do want to shout out, Dan is at DanForce on Twitter. Liz is Mistress underscore LeBeau. That's L-E-B-E-A-U. I'm <laughs> K-E-T-H Gaming. No underscore, no periods, no colons, no nothing. Uh, just Keth Gaming. Um, that being said, Dan's battle tag is D-I-E-N pound... One seven three seven. You can get a hold of him specifically at his email, Dean Force, all one word, D I E N F O R C E at Gmail dot com. You can get a hold of me, Keth. Hey, K E T H pound sign one six nine zero. That's my battle tag. You can get a hold of me online. Join my game. Absolutely, have a blast. Uh, just be warned, I may be live streaming at the time, so anything you do or say can be held against you in a court of law, mainly because it's live with everybody else. And you can get a hold of me at kethgaming at gmail.com. Send me an email, let me know what you want to see. I've been doing other things besides Diablo. Uh, Dan! Yep. Alright, now... Diablo Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network podcast in association with Middle Earth Network, written by all of the hosts of Diablo Off the Record. Remember, never give out your account information. Grab a Battle.net authenticator and install antivirus and anti-spyware software. Everybody have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Hey, um, and congratulations on the holiday weekend, America. Make sure you thank a veteran.